This is the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast, episode number 110. Let's go. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tight. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Yo, what up? What up? What up? Just roll to the Everybody front. out there in roll podcast the land, thank you so much for tuning in. For another episode of the Mr. Chris Hip Hop Podcast, where we bring to you all the excitement and uh, all the greatness of this hip hop world, this hip hop dance, what we do. Um, this podcast, I want to take a look at a performance by a group called Flip. Flip on the world of dance, uh, 2018. Group called Flip. And I'm going to put the link in the show notes so you can check out the performance. So, once again, when we do these breakdowns, um, if you haven't seen the performance, go back and watch it, and then we'll kind of walk through it together, and if you have your Evernote, you can take notes on there for all my dance teachers out there and kind of look at um, the parts we're looking, and also on this one, I'm going to put some tutorials on there because there's a couple styles that I want to talk about. Uh, one of them is locking, and the other one is whacking and i'm gonna put some beginner tutorials in there for my dance teachers out there so you can start to introduce this to your students all right so the group flip um first i want to say it was a tight performance and this group has kind of been getting like um you know some harsh judgments so far on the show um and they really really stepped it up on this particular ep episode and you can tell when they were uh, you know, doing their locking sections and their whacking and even their formation, their levels, that they really, really worked hard to stay clean. Um, so that's kind of what I want to deal with on that. So uh, let's start off with how they started to dance off. Um, let's see. They started, they went into, like, right off the bat, a whacking section. It was f about 13 seconds long. And right away, I think Derek, when the judge was like, just woo, you know what I mean? Because it was so clean, and um, it was. It was. It was just 13 seconds of the cleanest whacking sections that I've ever seen. And it, you know, it's pretty hard to do those wrist rolls and those movements like that and stay together as a group. So that's one thing you know I want us to kind of look at. Um, they also did a great job of changing levels. Uh, like the lines right off the bat, like the front line will go down and then the, you know, so great job changing levels. And then um, just, you know, big props to them staying together with all those fast arm movements. And, um, and we talked a lot about musicality, uh, like with a lot of groups that are on here. And for them, and I think one of the judges made a comment, they were matching the horn sounds and that was super dope. Right, like so, the horns were just going, and they like did a perfect job at matching those. Um, and so that was one thing that stood out when it comes to musicality and teaching your students finding different sounds of the music or words, or you know, you can follow the bass, you can follow the hi hat, the snare. And we talked a little bit about the S rank performance when Neo said. It's like y'all had a mixer, you know what I mean? And he was like, "I'm gonna let you hear the words now, then we'll let you hear the hi hat." So again. One central theme for this season is definitely musicality. So challenging us as teachers not to just 
you know, like sometimes you have to do with the straight ahead choreography, but, you know, really challenging your ear. And I've been doing that myself because, uh, you know, coming out of the summer, like summer and then August, September is real a huge time for me for choreography because I travel and teach, travel and do choreography for other studios. And then uh, my own studio, my own company kids, we have to finish our dances uh, before October is when we, we start. And so even right now, I'm in the midst of just creating. And so every time I see um, this show and I watch groups like this, it just reinforces, um, challenge your ear, listen for things that, you know what I mean, is not the obvious and then start teaching your students to match those with the movements. All right, second thing, um, go to about the 16-second mark of the dance. And I love how they move into a straight line, and then one girl comes through the middle while the others fall off the side. And it looked like they were about to do uh, a move called the elevator get up, which I've uh, posted before as a ground move. Uh, but it's kind of like where you're, you're on the ground, and then you know you push off. And one leg is like, you're almost like you're in a lunge almost when you come up. And it has that effect where it's like, whoop, you like rise up. Um, so it looked like they were about to do that. And then they switched knees. So like they, they started coming up and then they went into a, a total uh, other move. And so, you know, I just thought it was a great job of taking a move that is familiar and then putting a twist on it. So it's like. You know, we're going to do the elevator right here, but what if we, right in the midst of that, you know, we don't come all the way up, but we go up and then over to the knees. And so, again, just challenging not just what you listen to, but also uh, taking moves that you already know and, and, and putting a twist on it. Like, for instance, we, we have a move we're working on where it's called the kip up, and then we try to go into different things. So you do... Like a kip-up move into a plank, or you know what I mean? A kip-up into a head spring. So once you get on your feet, then you go forward and you do your head spring. So just taking moves, putting them together, and then finding new ways to when people see that, like, oh, they're about to, you know, do a glide, and you push off one foot, and the next thing you know, you know, you do a toe spin. You know what I mean? It's just any kind of way of, you know, when people are watching your choreography or watching, you know, what you're doing with students, uh, putting a twist on it. That was one thing, you know, even in growing up, um, like I said, a lot of the dances that I learned, I learned from other people and I learned from uh, battles. And so the thing that you couldn't do, like you would watch it, and this was before there was no YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, any of that. You had to remember, number one, what the other crew did, but then you're going to face that crew again and do a battle. So you don't want to repeat the same move because they're going to be like, yo, you stole all my moves. You got that for me. Right. So we always had to kind of know what they were doing. And then when we go back in the lab and start rehearsing, we were like, what did they do? And then we take it, put a twist on it. What if we do ours like this? And I would say that even for teachers, you know, one thing I was reminded of is even when you see things like, for instance, like this, like I'm, I'm doing a breakdown of this video in this performance but it's like you don't have to necessarily do the same thing you can say you know like they said we're going to match our whacking moves with the horn sounds but for you as a teacher you might look at it and be like okay there's a song that i have and i'm going to match tutting moves with the hi-hat you know sort of like you know whatever the hi-hat's doing and there's a dance i'm working on now where i go through a series of animations 
and I'm doing it to the hi-hat. So it's like tick, tick, tick. But I, I felt like that's what it was calling for. Um, so just finding like you know things to listen to and also putting a twist on some of your moves. All right, number three, um, go to about the 28-second mark. And I want to point out how hard it is to do whacking arms and the happy feet at the same time, right? And how they did a great job staying together with that. Um, so the happy feet move is like, and I posted it on my Facebook too, uh, you know, where it's like you do a heel toe movement. And a lot of times I'll go right side, left side, double on the right, but just like one heel is down. So it's like my right heel is down, my right toe is up, and my left heel is up. And I have a song too on the Zonda 101 album. Uh, where it's called Move Your Feet, where, where it deals with this. And there's also a tutorial video, so check out the website for that. Uh, but this is two things at once. So even, you know, uh, this week when you're with your students, work on kind of combining moves, like take a side glide and wave at the same time. Or take a uh, step and slide, where you step to the front, slide the foot back, and you're doing the cobra at the same time. Uh, so for this particular one, they did the happy feet. And you can also and you know, teach this, make it across uh, the floor move, where they go, you know, uh, take four marches, one, two, three, four, then they do the happy feet and do some whacking or locking arms at the same time. So I thought that was really good, and especially for them to stay clean, which means they do a lot of rehearsal, you know, because to look like someone else, is a whole nother thing than just doing the dance by yourself. Um, so that was another note. Uh, the next one is if you go to about the 32-second mark, and this one went from the 32-second mark to the 38-second mark, and they made like a train. Uh, and forgive me, but I'm seriously dealing with allergies <laughs> this week, but I want to do the podcast because uh, these are just some notes that I have been taking, and I want to share them with you guys. But 32-second uh, to 38 uh, so they made like a train, like a line going sideways, and they did a great little ripple section, like go down and knee spin to get back up. Very visual, um, and then using those key ground moves to execute it, like going down and then using that, that knee spin. Um, so levels, again, working with those levels. Um, and then at about the 46-second mark, the music changed to, I believe it was, the song is called Perm by Bruno Mars. And they did a circle for the formation. People on the outside did kickouts, which is, which is another ground move, but it's from the B-Boy B-Girl section. Um, and speaking of kickouts, just real quick. So they, like, they did the kickouts on both sides. Um, and it was great that they combined that with the locking in that section too. Uh, but I also, the, those kickouts is great for um, warm-up or workouts. Like, I've been doing, uh, like, my, my daughters go to an art school, and they take an African class. And in that, they'll have these certain moves, and, and they always tell me, the teacher says, I want you to do this for a entire song. So whether it's holding a squat or it's doing certain African moves. So I, I kind of borrowed that this week, and I was like, okay. So I did one where it was like an 80s, an 80s vibe, and I took, like, one 80s dance. You know, whether it's the running man or something like that. And so I want you to do this for the entire song. And it kind of replaces, you know, like if you're doing jumping jacks for two or three minutes uh, or running in place, it kind of gets boring. But, you know, back in the, the, the 80s, 
like you know, <laughs> those dances were like cardio workouts all by themselves. So, and the, the kickouts are the same thing. You can have them do like a front cross, a back cross, and drop kick it out and drop kick it out. Stand up, let's do it again, and then the front. You know what I mean? And so, have them do that for an entire song, working the squats, also working the cardio. So that's just a little side note um, on there. Every time I, I see somebody do the kickouts, it reminds me uh, of working out. All right, so um, so they were in a circle, and then during the circle, they did a slow motion part. Um, I, I love like the the whole vibe, but the main thing I loved is how they got out of it because they they like had you know one person had a foot in the air and it was like, no. then they like did a <clears throat> like a spin to get out of it. <clears throat> And I thought it was dope. So, you know, when you're working with ground moves, you're teaching ground moves, like a lot of times I'll say to the students, like when we're down, how can we get up? And I'll say, you know, and how can we make it different? So not just stand straight up or roll up through the hips if we do that all the time, but how can we make it different? And then finally at about the 109 mark, um, after a breakdown <clears throat> and the music picks up, all the way to the end, and they hit us with some classic locking moves. They do like the scoobot, some wrist rolls, some double wrist rolls, and then they ended the whole entire thing with the James Brown split, and it was done in a ripple. Um, <clears throat> so just those key moves in locking, scoobot, right wrist roll, left wrist roll, Uncle Sam points, the pumps, um, definitely something you want to be familiar with as well as some, some 101. Like I said, I'm going to put some in the show notes so you can check them out. Some whacking 101 moves where it's not too hard, but you kind of understand the basics. And then, of course, the James Brown split is always classic because I like to, to go into uh, a little bit of history, right? So a lot of times I talk about, you know, like James Brown, for instance. It's like the kids have no idea. And there's one thing I did this week that was cool. They were I posted this on my Instagram uh, but the kids were putting their shoes on. They had just finished Contemporary, and they're putting their shoes on, getting ready for hip-hop. And I did this whole trivia. Well, it started off where I was talking to my daughter, and I asked her. Well, I was watching a live feed from Crazy Legs. He was talking about battle, and I, and I looked at her. I said, like, do you know who Crazy Legs is? She's like, no idea. So I went in and Googled hip-hop dance trivia and started asking these different questions. Like, you know, break dancing started where? Uh, a, New York. B, Chicago. Uh, CLA, you know, have my answer. I'll be like, for 75 points, um, popping and locking was created where? New York, LA, Chicago, you know. Um, and you could just Google stuff like that, but it's good information, but it also teaches history. So I can say, um, you know, like that's in jazz, it's called like a jazz, a jazz split or a half split. But I can say, what singer back in the day uh, who heavily influenced Michael Jackson? Um, did a move that was a jazz half split. What was his name? And then it's like, go. And, uh, James Brown, you know what I mean? But just getting the kids familiar and connecting them with some of hip-hop history is kind of what I've been doing this week. Um, and it's, it's been good. So hopefully you can use some of this material. Look at the video. Like I said, I'm going to post in some whacking, some locking. And forgive me for my voice today, uh, but I definitely want to do the podcast because... Um, you know, a lot of times on these notes, I'll go back while I'm in class, and I'll be like, man, what did I, what did I put down on my Evernote? Yeah, yeah, yeah we, we're going to do that. Let's work on some, some wrist rolls and some scoobots and stuff like that. So, uh, like I said, 
Like, comment, subscribe, share the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. You get the podcast on Podomatic.com, also iTunes and Stitcher Radio. That's all I got for you on this episode, and your boy is out. Oh, yo, yo, yo. Come on, let's go. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tie. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Now jump. Put your right leg to the side. Now jump. Put your left leg to the side. Now jump. Put your arms do a real tie. Now jump. Put your arms up real high. Come on, now just roll to the front. Roll to the front. Roll to the front.